ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm just kidding. This is Tony Lopez. Welcome to Let's Just Talk About. Along with me today, I got Jeffrey Burtis. And for the Hello, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Jeff? And for the first time, we got my boy Chris Rios on here as well. Chris, say hello. Wonderful. Hello, everyone. Chris Rios. It's a pleasure, pleasure to be here with the guys today. Yes, sir. I hear you have like a gambling. You have like a gambling thing. You live off of the gamble. I have a gambling lifestyle. I, I, I like how you. I like how you stopped there before you said problem because that was. <laughs> yeah. I, I want you to be politically correct about it. I, he, I he almost said issue. Voice. He almost said issue. I heard it. <laughs> but guys, this week has been really cool in sports just because the nba is starting to get really really good really really fast mm-hmm. oh yes oh juicy i mean it's incredible let's just talk about oh. like portland just like forcing portland. their ways into the playoffs oh no, no let lillard forcing his no, way. he had 150 yeah. points in the last three games alone he completely willpowered his way in there it's been phenomenal to watch He's literally carrying that team on his back. Him and CJ McCollum. I mean, I saw all it I took was where... yeah, all it took was for Paul George and Patrick Beverly to piss him off. That's it. Oh yeah, dude, literally. Since he missed those two free throws, they have been on a rampage playing like like a like a bat out of hell. It's crazy. Um good god. I mean, hell, like I I've been wearing my Dame Dollar shoes the last like 4 days straight, dude. I can't like I can't stop watching. I mean, hell, even Nurkic dropped a 2020 game in that playing game. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. It's the the, the Portland's going to be a hassle for for LA. And it's just scary to even think about like say if they have like say if Dame and Nurk have a night off. Hello, we got Carmelo Anthony and CJ McCollum over here. Like, yeah. like, are we seriously forgetting how like high powered these guys are just coming in? It's because Dame Lillard's taking all the spotlight. Adidas dropping the price of their sh- of his shoes after he scored sixty one to sixty one dollars for one day on Adidas website. Man, that was the coolest thing ever. I'm a I'm a shoe geek myself, and good God, I didn't have enough money. Damn, I sh- like, good I wish, I I wish they would have waited one day so I could have got it because I got paid the next day. Oh, man. Yeah, so close. Can we talk? How'd you feel about that half? I mean, that logo shot from Dame Lillard. I normally, normally, if you're willing to take that shot, be my guest. Dame, Damian Lillard, uh uh-uh, uh, no. You're, I'm not letting you take that shot because I know he can make it, but that's just not fair. Okay. I was sitting there that- watching it. And I, okay, I was, I do my normal thing. I watch the games and I have my phone in front of me. And I just hear the reaction of uh, what is it, Kenny Albert or uh, you know Kevin Harlan? Yeah, Kevin Harlan. Mm-hmm. His reaction to that shot. I heard that. I, I turn my head. I see the replay. I'm like, did he really just do that? The that ball <laughs> at least bounced off the back of the rim at least six feet. Oh, easily, dude. And it was like it, it left the screen. Yeah. It, 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 you're talking about the one against the Mavericks, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude, that ball went, it went out of frame, and then I, I was watching it with a buddy, and he was literally like, oh, man, heat check, and I was like, wait a minute, whoosh, swish, wow. I was like, God, man, as soon as I saw that shot, I immediately put $300 and then to win that play-in game. I was like, they are <laughs> not losing. Like, I, I, like, the, like money, the gods, the basketball <laughs> gods, they're like, they're not letting Portland not win. 
like at that point you're like everything is dropping like that's just that's just how that stuff works man when, when you're on you're on that's why basketball is just so cool this time of year because if it's not already a momentum game as it is like that grows into fruition completely like whenever you see them trying like i don't know if y'all actually saw that playing game but dude like memphis and portland they were playing their asses off people were yes. diving on the floor scrapping throwing elbows diving Beautiful for back. loose balls crazy Jeff, you can speak on that. Yeah, you can speak on that because I actually was at work when that whole game was going on. Oh, I saw the whole thing. It was crazy, man. A massive hustle all around. Take the floor, Chris. You saw the whole thing. What'd you think from what you saw from Memphis? I know John Moran. He's probably, let's be honest, he's probably rookie of the year. No. Oh, he's a guarantee for rookie of the year. I mean, heck, like I mean, like I said, I I did watch it all. I mean, I'm usually very on top of playoff games in general. Um, mm-hmm. Don't really ever miss him, but I've been. I'll, I'll start by saying this: I've been very bullish on John Morant for the last two and a half years. Um, and I was, a, I, I believe it or not, even though he went to a small school. I mean, when basketball, college basketball existed, right? Um, I, I was real big into it. I, I, I loved it. I just got into it, and John Morant was a force to be reckoned with. I remember watching him in that. Um, in that first round game, uh, when he was at Murray State, and he dropped a triple double in a in a in an NCAA tournament game, which is crazy because you know they only play 40 minutes, right? But um, I've been real bullish on him for a long time now, and watching him play, like since he got into the bubble, has been awesome. That Grizzlies team is stupid young, but like, I, and I made this point to another uh, buddy of mine the other day, but. I argue that the that the bubble time off has been the best thing in the world for teams with young players. Look at the Suns. I'll, look at look the, at the Suns. I was about to say the Suns. Uh-huh. Yes. Look at the Suns. The Grizzlies didn't do a lot of winning, but they did a lot of growing. Like you're getting second year John Morant in season one. You're getting third year Luca in the end of season two. You're getting grown ass man Devin Booker here on a Suns <laughs> team that is still like not even old enough to drink yet. It seems like. Like literally, like it, this off season, like made these young guys come back, like ready to go. Because and like, I don't know th- if like, yeah, that it's like, it's cool. yeah, exactly. Because like, Cause, like yeah, look, man. they had uh, during the whole lockout, it was a whole four months, four months, like, of no a, a normal off season, a whole off season, a whole off season. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So these guys are super well rested, and they're coming in. Most of them completely developed. Healthy. Developed, yeah. Look okay. at Jason. Have y'all watched a single Celtics game? Look oh at my Jason god, Tatum. yeah. Jason Tatum's been crazy. I have all I have more to say about him in a little it's bit. His team now, Let's it's his real. team now. He, oh, he is the Boston Celtics. There, there's no doubt. Um, it's not Kemba, it's, Tatum, it's Jason Tatum. It's but, Jason Tatum's, yeah. I mean, Memphis, they you tried, but CJ McCollum just Look, told John Morant, you can't guard, you can't guard. Me. As soon they as challenge- as soon as I saw that, um, what is it? Memphis lost Jared Jackson Jr. Checkmate. I was like checkmate. There's no way. I but I I want to talk about these playoff series and let's just talk about oh, the obvious we, first one that us Dallas natives, Dallas Fort Worth natives. Let's be real specific. Have to talk about first and foremost the Dallas Mavericks the Ma- versus against the the, the second seed against, Los Angeles yeah, Clippers. The, Right. The, the one of the favorites to go. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. The they Mavs, had our uh, number. 
They've had our number. Okay, so so I have so I for me I I'm I'm very much a diehard Mavericks fan, whole truly and ignorant all the way through. But that being said, um, and, and like I was mentioning when we were kind of briefing before the show, fellas, but you know the Mavs fandom is a, really where we align. But that being mm-hmm. said, I want to hear around the horn here. What would be a successful season for y'all in terms of the series? Because I know that we've all been kind of rooting for the standings and the stars to align the the right way so we could avoid teams like the Lakers and the Clippers in the first round. But hey, here we are. We're getting a test right away. As as nice as it would have been to scrap a series win against the Rockets or like the Thunder or the Jazz, the Nuggets, like we're getting the meat and potatoes right now. So that being said. I mean, keeping it as realistic as possible. The Mavericks are huge underdogs. Do we? Do we? What would? How many wins do you need the Mavs to to have to consider a success and enough to build I, off of? Is what Jeff, you. First. I'd be ha- I'd be happy if they got if they managed to force six games. That's I'm gonna okay. get this. In. I'd be happy with a six game series. It'll help Luca. Grow, it'll help Luca and Porzingis grow and build more chemistry. Tim Hardaway Jr. Maybe get his shot up, but I'm gonna be honest. There's, let's be honest. I think we can all agree. There's no way Clippers are losing this series. There's no way Clippers are losing this series. It's been fun, man. If the Mavs pull off an upset, I'd be shocked. I would be absolutely shocked. But if it goes six games, I will be happy. I'll be straight up happy because what I've been seeing from the Mavs, I'm thinking this is either a sweep or a five game series. This is one of those series that I'm like, it's a learning experience more than anything. Um, Straight up, yes. I want the Mavs to win the series because if we do win the series, we can just throw it back at all those Clippers fans' faces, those bandwagon fans. Oh, wait, sounds familiar. Um, uh, but, but again, but let, let's just. Okay, I'm I'm saying I'm saying we need. Uh, look, they're going to get two wins. I say it's going to okay. be two I'm, wins because it's going six. Um. Because I feel like we've kind of figured them out, and then the fact that the Clippers aren't exactly 100% right now. Kawhi hasn't been playing his best ball at all in the bubble. It's really been everybody else who's been actually stepping up and doing what they need to do right now. No, I agree. The Clippers have been playing very par basketball. Definitely not what we saw before also, the bubble. Yeah, and also down, Paul but... George looks sus. Oh, Paul! That's Paul that's, George. that's that's George Paul for you, man. That's what he does around this when when things get tough. <laughs> that's, that is what it is. That's why I was I would have loved to seen the Clippers get the one seed and have them go against Portland first round. I'd have been like, this Ooh. is entertaining. But we get still we still get ratings. We get Luka Doncic. We get Kristaps Porzingis. Which okay. and he's been playing ball since you know this whole thing started. Oh man, these last not, yes. not even Chris stops, dude. I would argue the Mavs just. In, I mean, I know bias Tim, here, right? But like, Tim dude, the last five games have been like those first five games in the bubble are, are trash. The last three for the Mavs were absolute baller. Even the one we lost against Milwaukee. the Blazers, dude. They're playing fantastic against Milwaukee. Oh, dude, the Milwaukee game. Dude. That gave me hope. That gave me some. Good that God. gave me some hope. That pass between Luca's legs to Maxi Kleba right into the paint. Oh Did y'all remember that? In the dirty, OT? dirty, dirty, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. But but either Straight way, up. guys. So like that being said, like I I mean the the, the Mavs are playing fantastic ball right now. They're they're getting they're getting 
fan. They're they're getting stupid production out of guys that you who who probably should be at home right now. Guys like Michael Kidd Gilchrist. You got Trey Burt falling out of nowhere off the bench, right? DeLon Wright is like making a strong presence. KP decided to stop being soft and show up and play basketball. Bobon's creating crazy ball hell, right now. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Everyone's firing on all cylinders. Everyone's contributing. Everyone's everyone's putting up numbers. So, I mean, they're they're fi- they're, they're firing hot, which is why I'm I'm happy that we're facing. If we're if we're gonna face the Clippers, I'm happy that it's happening now. I just don't know what what Clippers we're gonna see. Like, are we gonna see like a team of like dogs, like that we like we've seen before? Because, like I mentioned with the whole Blazers Grizzlies game, you know, just the crazy amount of effort that I saw the other night. Or if we if we if we see that type of of, of effort from the Clippers. I don't think the Mavs have a chance, dude. I don't think they even push at six. I think I think they only win one. Now, I'll, I'll, now that being said, I have to see what Clippers show up tomorrow night. And after that, I literally, dude, I think you're gonna see a you're gonna get a big feel for the series in the first half of this first game, dude. You can literally know whether or not the Mavs are losing in seven or in five in the first like twenty minutes. Exactly. And, and it all depends on the what. How is Doc Rivers gonna take Luca out of the game? He's that's gonna be their primary focus. They have got they have Kawhi, Paul, Patrick Beverly, and I think Lou Williams as well. You got and I'm forgetting so there's someone okay, you got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, um Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell isn't you. gonna let yes, isn't yeah. gonna let Luca anywhere near the paint. I mean they're gonna beat him up, dude. They're gonna like yeah. I mean y'all saw the last dance, right? Where they just yep. bullied like Michael Jordan they're Pistons just, just bully Michael Jordan around. Now again, I'm not saying Luke is Michael Jordan, but they're gonna approach it that way, man. They're, they bull- they're gonna bully him. It's gonna Luca rules. Luca rules. Like you're gonna have yeah. to get like um what is it? Twenty or thirty from someone else other than Luca. You're gonna need Hardaway, Seth Curry, uh, those guys like to step up like real hard. Because mm-hmm. I, I guarantee they're gonna they're gonna slow down Kristaps too somehow. Oh yes. I would you might put you could see I could see them putting Kawhi on Kristaps maybe. Uh-uh. Nope. No, 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 no. That's not where they're going to put him. They're going to put the dog Montrez on Kristaps. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Dude. Even though KP is way more skilled than Montrez, Mon- I put my money on Montrez winning that matchup every night, man. But if, like- if you get Montrez on the perimeter, like the way KP likes to be on the perimeter, it may be a different story. Yeah, but at that point, I don't think they'd. I, I don't think they'll. They'll. I don't think they're gonna go man on man, big on big like that. Right, like yes. you're not. Gonna, like, you're, you're not gonna see Montrez leave the paint, dude. Like they're too afraid of Luca like getting into the lane. You're gonna see like Montrez playing like tr- like troll toll like right under the rim. Like it's. That's what I'm saying, man. It's just a tough. It's just a tough buy. It's a tough. It's a tough. It's a matchup nightmare, honestly. Straight the up, it's... don't the Mavs don't do what they do well against teams like this you know I, like i don't know every time i've seen them play the clippers dude it's just it's a shit show off the bat it's, it's just like it, it, they match up so well against the Mavs. They, and also i'm knows. concerned doctors know how to scheme and i'm concerned about the Mavs defensively who's stopping oh, who is stopping Kawhi? Paul George in that cast from scoring. No, no. Who the- Who's stopping Lou Williams scoring 35 if he feels like it off the bench? Who's stopping uh, Paul George from actually doing something off the bench? Guys. Who's going to stop the most consistent offensive player in the league, Kawhi Leonard? I'm sorry. I said it. Yes, he's a great defensive player, but everybody forgets that this man 
Best two-way player in Best two-way player, and his favorite shot is a midi. <laughs> yeah. When you have when your favorite shot is a mid-range shot in the NBA, you're unique because this 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 game now no. You don't you don't shoot mid-range shots. You're either driving to the basket for a layup or a dunk or you're shooting 35 foot from the rim. <laughs> right. In that case, Namar DeRozan's an all-star. <laughs> no. He's not even in the playoffs. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I know what you mean, man. It's pretty awesome to see him be that person. I'm like watch him grow like that. But hey, but that being said though, I mean like I again, like I'm kind of just curious to see what y'all think about this too, but so on the, on the note of how crappy their defense is, I mean, what do you think the key to victory is if they're going to pull off an upset? Like, and, and feel free to get, feel free to get like super, like, like, like hella theoretical this, here. This like, sounds big, weird, big ifs, big ifs. You need to score. You need to score at least 130. To I was gonna, get, I was, I was gonna say 125. <laughs> you need to score at least 130. A night, a night, a night, a night. Yeah. Which, okay, if you so look at the way the NBA's pace has gone, so is plausible. Like, out, like that's, the, that, that's how you think they win. Like need to, they them. need to run, and they need to do the Carlisle system of run, run, be fast, keep up, make them sweat, and just be, outpace them and outscore them. Be the team with the most endurance at the end of the night. Damn, dude. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. So, so you think it has to be? So, so you're saying pace. Pace, like controlling I, the pace of the game. Controlling the pace of the game. See, I, I think, I think they're gonna have to. Uh, uh, con- I honestly thought y'all were gonna say something like a, like a star performance out of like Luca or KP. Well, yeah. Well, you're still gonna, like, you're, I, you're gonna have to have that. But that's, right, that's, that's might a given. That's, a, that's a, assume that's a it's, given. It's right? a given. It has to be given. That's a given. It, it's more of pace needs to be up, and not just KP and Luca doing it by themselves. You have it's to have. Got, I, I'll say have at help. least. Two more Tim players. Hardaway. Two more players have at Tim least Hardaway. fifteen. Tim Hardaway and Seth Curry. That's that's who I'm looking at. And Seth that's Curry what I'm is at. playing really good ball in the bubble, while his brother's sitting on a golf course in Augusta. I'm gonna be. Honest, I'm expecting Luca to average fit twenty to. Th- if he gets higher than thirty a game, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. He'll get thirty, I'll, dude. He'll get thirty. Uh, he'll get I think like he'll get thirty a, a game out of out of pure necessity. He'll get two uh, triple I, doubles. I swear. But he need. But him and Kristaps, they need help. They need a lot of help, and that just go up tempo, keep up, keep up the space, keep up the speed, and just run at, run at them with everything you got. Because defensively, you're not you're not stopping the Clippers. Yeah. No way. No so, chance. See, that's what I'm saying. So that's my key to victory, right? Like just exactly what you said. There's like no way in hell, right? Like yeah. I'm thinking big ifs here. Instead of scoring 130, dude, I I'm thinking more. They got to hold the Clippers to under 100. Like like that <laughs> that that's crazier, right? I know that's, that's crazy. That's wild. But but, but here's, here here's how I think they do that. Okay, here's here's my here's my plan for victory if you will. And this is out there. Like it's not going to happen. 90, 90% chance it doesn't happen. But dude, they have to they have to play to contract the Clippers' style of basketball and the way that the Mavs play, which, and just to be nice, I guess, this is as nice as I can make it. Soft. They 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 don't play really hard nosed basketball. Mm-hmm. But if they can if they can establish themselves like in the in in the interior of this game and early in this early in this series, 
and get to the free throw line at least 30 to 40 times or, or take 30 to 40 uh, for free throw shots a game that's going to run up that's going to run up foul trouble in the clippers but you do that by playing physical 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 and do it early like make like and, and if you can do that early in games early on in the series it's going to open up so much more for what the Mavs do well. Like it, it, it is. Like the Mavs play perimeter basketball really well and and they can play their style of basketball if they can just like kind of bite the bad end of the shit first, right? And then just drive really hard really early and it, it's 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 the hard the road hardest traveled, right? It's it's the one you don't want to do. But if they can do that and they can establish that early on, get the Clippers in foul trouble, get free points, make those free throw shots then they, they have a legit chance of, of, of really 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 being able to take control of the series but the only way they have a chance to play their own basketball is if they get ugly and at least attempt to play the clippers version of basketball otherwise i don't think the Mavs have a chance or even yeah. getting close to six games. so i can say so we all we all agree that the we got the clippers and six clippers and six i it, I say Mavs and, Ma- uh, no Clippers and five. I'm sorry, Clippers and five. I would. I'm saying either sweep or five. I'm. I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna give six. I'm, I'm hope. I'm hoping that you're right on that one. Okay. Now the series would not be over before Nick's show, theoretically, right, guys? I'm gonna say we can hold ourselves accountable. We can hold ourselves accountable yeah. because it will not be finished, but but by next Sunday. I mean, yeah, the series. Game, <laughs> game, game four. Game four is at three thirty on next Sunday. Oh Jesus! Do don't y'all, tell do y'all me know that. Is, is bubble game series? Is bubble schedule like like hockey, where it's like three games in four days? Dude, they said all day games, like for like the next two like, days. So when's game two for the Mavs? I can check it. The nineteenth. The nineteenth. The nineteenth of uh, uh, Wednesday. Oh, wow! So what's on Wednesday? Wednesday god, at 9 p.m. on no TNT. Rest. Oh my god. And then game three is uh the 21st, and then game four is the 23rd. So it's every oh god, there's every two every days. Every other day. <clears throat> yep. Okay, god. you get it. Let's you talk about yeah, let's talk about the next series. Well, yeah, let's talk about to... yeah, what series you guys want to talk about. I want to talk we can about the Lakers Trailblazers because we've already been talking about the Blazers already. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it out the way. You beat. You got the playing game. Good job. But now you have to face the Lakers. Um, we expect Blazers to take at least one game in this series, right? Oh yeah, one game at least. I'll give them one game. And, um, because no, my, my biggest is issue. My biggest issue with Portland. How good are they defensively? Oh, trash, trash, horrible, horrible. <laughs> and you horrible. have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But no, again, but that's the same question you need to ask the Lakers. How good I mean, are they defensively? They're trash. How, how good oh, are they wow. at all? I mean, they haven't since they got no. back and since they got into the bubble, man. They haven't been playing have, good basketball because really they, they really knew all they had to do was have certain dominoes needed to fall and they were going to get the number one seed in anyways, you know? Um, like LeBron, because okay, Avery Bradley's not there, and because Rondo's out with that hand injury, they've been starting LeBron from when it started. It was like July twentieth. It was like six to eight weeks. He may be back. Doubt it. Um, they've been they've been starting LeBron James at point guard. He can. I mean, he's hasn't he done it before? And also, I mean, that's what he does. That's the Lakers. Much. The Lakers have the lowest three point percentage among the bubble teams. Guess how low their three point percentage is? Mm-hmm. 
29. Well, at a point, 30.3%. Pretty good, man. And guess and guess who's been the worst player plus minus in the whole bubble? I wonder who. Uh, Danny Green. Really? Yeah, it's not oh, good. Well, that's just, they put him in a bad situation on those. Though. Yeah. And the fact oh, that look, the me, so like, their I mean, starting all... lineup right now is LeBron, Contavious uh, uh, Caldwell Pope. Um, what is it? Danny Green, Anthony Davis, and JaVale McGee. That just screen. That just screams championship lineup, right? Yeah, they should. They're not starting Kuz. Not start Kuz from the bench. Hmm, that could oh, Kuz been on the bench like the, for all, all season long, man. He's hmm. starting to heat up. Yeah, Kuz trade bait. I'm no okay. What for Correct the Lakers? You. Let's be honest, the Lakers. I still have faith that they're going to win this series. But I need to see what Anthony Davis does in playoff time. Uh, I mean, it'd be cool for him to like, cause he he balled out on bad teams. I don't know if I remember watching those Pelicans with teams. Oh uh, yeah. Teams with him. I mean, they they lost to the Warriors in the semifinals a couple of years back. But I mean, Anthony he Davis put up on bad yeah. teams. I mean, he would drop forty and walk out with an L. It was Anthony yeah. Davis. I, I think he's carrying, Anthony Davis was carrying the team on his back. And now yeah. he has LeBron. Now he has LeBron James, and also Kyle Kuzma. How many points you think he can get off the bench? At it, least fifteen, right? It doesn't even matter how many points he puts up. Is like recently he's been clutch. Mm-hmm. Like that game-winning shot that he had the other day. I don't remember who they were playing, but I know he had a buzzer beater to win the game. I was like, I think it was the nu- I think it was against the Nuggets. I want to say, but here's uh, the thing: they, I think that. I think the Nuggets just rested most of their starters. Yeah, so it's that a game didn't matter for anyone. It was kind of a quirky hey, game. It's, it's still a buzzer beater, and it's still like. But hey, so I mean that. I mean that being. I mean, you've, I've already. I heard the a. Anthony Davis thing a little bit. You know, we talked about it from the Blazers' perspective. But what's y'all's favorite storyline from that series? Like for the Lakers, it seems like their their biggest nugget isn't really going to come to fruition until the second or third round, depending on the matchup. But I, I mean, I, I don't Everyone. know. What do y'all think? If they don't, if they get knocked out in the first round, the question is, does Anthony oh, Davis stay? If oh, they get, if, does Anthony Davis stay if they get knocked out in the first round? For no, the Lakers, it's finals or bust. It's conference finals or bust. For me, if the Lakers, yeah, exactly. If the Lakers don't get, I say, if they don't get to the finals, what will Anthony Davis do? Because he came to LA to play with LeBron and get a chip. Yes. And it, it's because look, of- I will be honest with you, like, at least from my understanding, he wants to stay in L.A., but I say there's only one team that could possibly entice him, and it's probably the Chicago Bulls. The, Bulls. the reason he's from Chicago, and, you know, oh. a lot of players like to go home. Fair. It's, it's that same shit that we were hearing, uh, what is it, a few years ago when Kevin Durant uh, was thinking about you know, right. You know, right. same thing with the Kawhi narrative, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, Kawhi could come to what was it? L- L.A. We just know the Lakers. Yep, yeah, he went to the Clippers. He bought a big ass house out there. Hmm. Um, so is it safe to say that I guess the Lakers have everything here to lose, and the, and the Blazers, Blazers are playing everything. with house money? They're playing with house money totally. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you say nothing to lose. And if you put Damian Lillard in a corner, that man will fire. He will fire on all cylinders. And that's the scary part. I think 
It'll be exciting. This is my Are that's my think- sleeper one. I don't think they're going to win the series, but if Portland does something crazy. You think, okay, look, well, let me ask you this. If the Lakers go and just absolutely dismantle the Blazers, sweep them four games, right? Yeah. Well, do you think that that, does that tarnish anything that the Blazers no. and Damian Lillard did here in the last week? No, absolutely no. not. Because the, think about this. I agree. During the season, the actual season itself, the Blazers were not healthy. The, and now and they're, they're healthy. They're, everybody's there. And that's the scary part. They're playing with the full strength of the roster. They got nothing to lose. If they if they get knocked out, so be it. They weren't expected to be there. If they pull off the upset, well, well, dang. I'll, I'll take uh, Lakers in six. I agree. Wow. I wonder if... Um, oh, man. I, I, I'm going to go ahead. Just because Lillard has been an absolute dog... I'm gonna go ahead and lock him, lock him in that they're winning two of these basketball games. Hell, I wouldn't Lakers. be surprised if it went seven, but give me the Lakers in six. Lakers, it's it. Now, let's you know what? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. We're 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 gonna, we're gonna hold ourselves accountable on this. Hell no, I'm right. I'm riding the wave, man. Lakers in seven. They run that all the way. They're running it all the way. They're all right, all right. All the way. Um, oh god. Let's talk Utah and Denver. These upcoming okay. matchup. Oh, this I'm Utah like Utah and Denver is fascinating. I'd like to open it up with a bit of a gambling nugget. Mm. Um, okay. So yesterday, okay, so I, I I like I think that the best bets here going into the NBA as a as a betting connoisseur, if you will, I I think there's some good money to be made betting on the series, right? Best of seven, you call the winner of the series. It's a lot less risky than betting like the individual games because anything can happen on any night you know the Mavs could go ahead and win by 20 tomorrow and still lose in five games you've seen it before right Mm -hmm. it's crazy but for this utah denver series there's some pretty crazy stuff going on right now in the gambling world uh just yesterday denver opened up as the series favorite at neg uh 150 to win the series Mm -hmm. so to put that into numbers that in layman's terms it means you have to bet 150 dollars to win $100 by taking Denver because they're the favorite. Um, now, that only makes sense because the favorite, you have to bet more money to make less money. If you want to take the underdog, you bet less money to make more money. Mm-hmm. Really, it ends up being about, it, it, mathematically, it ends up basically amounting to about a 60 to 65% theoretical odds that the Denver wins. Now, that being said, that was yesterday. In just 24 hours alone, the, the Denver Nuggets have moved from neg 150 all the way to neg 290, which means that the what? entire public has just been bitch slapping money on the Denver Nuggets. Like right now, the, the, the Jazz were at plus 130 yesterday, and now they're at plus 220, which means that the odds have doubled both ways. And like, you know, I mean, if you bet the Jazz, if you bet the, you bet, that means a $100 bet on the Jazz yesterday would pay out 130 and jeffrey hundred dollars in the jazz what happened? the series today you, you win 220 exactly man i can tell you exactly what happened what? michael conley had to leave the bubble oh, oh michael wow. conley michael conley had a baby today and so when oh, it comes back you, do you think i would like that change the public so much like because think about this is a you pickle, have, man yeah you have to quarantine when you come back into the bubble yeah, he's not oh, so no matter soon. what, he's gonna miss at least two or three games. No, no, he has to. Come. When does he? When does he return? Because these, they're oh, the same schedule. He's gonna be there tomorrow. 
He's going to come back into the bubble tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to sound real controversial. He's going to come back in that damn bubble tomorrow, and he's going he gonna to quarantine there for three days. Three days? Dude, he might he might even miss the whole series because he, the— I, He yeah. won't. He won't miss the whole Each, series. I guarantee you he won't miss the whole series. Game one's on August 2nd, 17th, and then every other day you get a rest, and then next game. So, yeah. which here's the thing with Conley, the way he, he's a vet. I mean, he, if he were he, he quarantines for four days, he'll be back mm-hmm. by game four. I get maybe, if but everything I mean, turns out the way it is. Plus, I wasn't gonna take Utah in this series. I love Donovan Mitchell, I love Joe Ingles and everybody. I hate not there Bear. No offense, they're not there yet. They're not. They're not gonna be there. Not with the team they got right now. They need like one more star. Yes. I was gonna say Denver because of how unique this team is. The Joker. I mean, Nick Nikola Jokic is incredible. Like, no, absolutely. Denver is the most well. Man, talk about a, a basketball team. If like it wasn't team. for the like. If it wasn't for the L.A. teams, you could make an argument for them probably being the favorites if it wasn't for the L.A. teams. Uh, I, I just think it's fascinating, guys, that, 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 that the public just slapped Denver like that. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I have to admit, like, I'm pretty tempted to, like, really stay up here tonight and think and do the math on the Jazz because yeah. that's, that's incredible shifting. That's some crazy odds. And then, like... I have this... series have moved a lot, but that was the most notable. And then, like, the thing have... is, like, think... They've been testing out in this bubble, Bowl Bowl. Yeah, he's in the playoff roster. He's on the playoff <laughs> roster. Like this wow. kid was hurt the majority of last season. Like he was, I think he was actually with their G League team, and they bring him up, and dude has been incredible. And of course, he knows how to play the game because yes, his dad was Manute Bowl, but everybody forgets that he spent a lot of time learning from Shaq. Yeah, I think Shaq literally calls him like nephew, like on social media. Yeah, like yeah, they're real, real cool about that. I don't, man, Denver's gonna be a force to be reckoned with, man. Man, now that I think about it, with all the logic in my head, oh, that being said, the, since Denver is totally gonna win. That oh. being said, I'm probably still gonna bet the Jazz. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm going to take Denver in five in this one because I just don't have any confidence oh. in the Jazz. Oh, you think they're going to shit themselves? How, like, dare, completely? how <laughs> dare you? I think the team, the way Denver's built, can absolutely dominate. Especially, I haven't seen a team that tall that plays that well together in a long time. And yes, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not even including, look, 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 look. And they run, and the, 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 the pace they go, the, they're moving so fluently out there. Man, it, I I agree, dude. I mean, I, I just okay. Let, let, let's go ahead and call the series then. I I, I think, I think, I think, man. Okay, if I'm being real, if I'm being real. Give me Denver and seven. Did, did these two teams Denver not play each seven. other last year? They played last year, didn't they? In the yeah, playoffs, they did. then they go seven games. They did. They went seven games. Denver one and seven. Run that shit back. Heartbreaker again did, for Utah. Too I, I'm going. I'm going to be did the one they, person to say Denver and five because I just don't have any confidence in the Jazz right now. I don't blame you. Though. Didn't Denver and didn't Denver and Utah play in the overtime game in the bubble? Uh, yes, they did. They did play a overtime game. In the bubble. I'm like, I the way I've been seeing these two teams, I'm thinking Denver and seven. This is probably going to be. They're in the same division, right? Yeah, in, they are. in the West, they yeah, play they each are. other all the time. Now, if it wasn't for this series, if it wasn't for the Nets' upcoming series, 
this would be my most anticipated uh, series of round one. This, but this next year, I think it's just a good. If you're no, a fan no. of basketball, you this, can really enjoy jazz. Now this it's upcoming, not the most, it's not a sexy series. No, the know, next he, Jeffrey's right. The next series what we're going to talk oh. about is the oh. most has the most story to it. Oh, is it Oklahoma is City it? and Houston? I was just about to say CP3 oh. is about to be on a revenge mission out of hell. And we don't have Chris Paul for a few. I mean, we don't have um Russell Westbrook for a few games. When is when is he coming and, back? And get this. Look, 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 okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, so Mike Conley gets he has a baby, leaves the bubble for a week, right, or whatever the hell it is, right, and then the public bitch slaps the Denver money, mm-hmm. line. but but but. Russell Westbrook being out for the Rockets. The Rockets are neg 150, Oklahoma City plus 125. That basically means that they're about even. Okay, so that means that it's basically a pick 'em. The Rockets coming into the season, I mean, help the last three years we've been talking about finals or bust for the Rockets. If yeah. they can't get it together, then what? Have we just have we just lowered our expectations because James Harden is not the MVP? Dude, if CP3 beats the Rockets, that is going to be a soul crusher for Houston. A soul crusher. <laughs> Money it's, wasted. It's time wasted. Like effort wasted. It's like all of it. You gave me a way to a team that you thought was going to be tanking this year. Trash. 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 You threw me in the dumpster. You threw me out to you, you threw me out to dry. Like you, you, me out to dry. you put me in the middle of Oklahoma in a market that wasn't thriving. <laughs> And you expected, okay, you traded Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul. And that trade might bite them in the butt big time with this. That's so it's so fitting for Houston. Chris Paul gets Chris Paul gets hurt. They like, hey man, if we had Chris Paul, we would have won that series. Katie gets hurt. They still get the they still get Dustin. And now they trade Chris Paul. And now Chris Paul might be able to pull this off. And eliminate the Rockets. Again, the irony. Imagine if Oklahoma City beats the smallest team in the bubble. And that's another. I mean, they are playing nothing but pure small ball. That does not work. In pl- I, you gotta have a big man at least somewhere. I do not believe small ball is the way to go. Complete pure. No, that's not small ball. It's tiny ball. That's they're, what they're playing. They're running PJ Tucker at a five. No, PJ Tucker is not the five. No offense to the way the Rockets have been playing because guess what? A majority of their buckets are coming from ISO ball because of uh, uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. But it just doesn't work in the playoffs. You have to have a little size. You have to be able to play defense. They're not doing it. And Oklahoma City, they still have size. Do I think? Do they still have Stephen Adams? They still have Stephen Adams. They have Nerlens Noel coming off the bench. They have uh, what is his name? Uh, Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. He's not as he's not as young as a spring chicken as he used to be, but he's still a he's still a basketball general when he has that. Cool. Danilo Gallinari coming off the bench, shooting spots. Uh, what is it? Uh, Gildress Alexander. Yeah, I was about to say Gildress Alexander. Yeah, that. Oh, he's good. Yeah, that, that kid is, he's, I mean, CP3 is taking him under his wing and definitely turned that kid into somebody. And it's scary you know, when I mean, you see those I, two I probably don't give him the respect he deserves, but he's turning to somebody. So. Yeah. Question, if the Rockets get eliminated in the first round, is that it for Mike D'Antoni? Yes. It has to be. If, if not, I mean, his whole, it, it would just completely dismantle his entire basketball philosophy, right? Because yeah. it didn't work. Didn't, didn't work in Phoenix and... If it doesn't work in Houston, he's done. So they, he literally is coaching 
for his job if they get wow. eliminated. By the that's, a, that's a that's a really good take, honestly, because that is just so true. Like that's it, because dude, he had every like they every excuse on the planet. Like, oh well, oh we kept playing the Warriors. So what do you expect me to do? Oh well, I only got James Harden. What do you expect me to do? Oh well, if I, um, if I had it's Chris, the bubble. Chris. It's the bubble. It's coronavirus. Yeah. And guess hey, what? I agree. Now, Remember? really, he has no excuse. You have no excuse. I mean, you didn't have excuse when KD got injured, and then the Warriors still dusted their ass. Ooh. Yeah, man, that's true. They, <laughs> man, you're right. Like, I don't want to. That's why he's such on such thin ice, dude. They had they've had no 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 room to bitch or complain for a while now. Like yeah, they, really, they really don't. You got Westbrook. You got you got Russell Westbrook. You got James Harden. Two of the most offensive production machines in basketball and now you've had three months off or four months off and you played this bubble you have no excuse to not get out of the first you have no excuse if he if he gets knocked out by the same team you traded chris paul with oh man houston's gonna the houston public's gonna scream for his job now i want your picks guys let let me get y'all thunder and six oh Thunder and six. Chris? Small ball does not work. You said thunder and six. Small ball doesn't work. Oh, man. Thunder and six. So, like, it's not even... It's not even really that close. Like they're basically just whoop wailing on him. Oh man! Damn, I was gonna, I was just gonna say I was gonna say thunder and seven. That's my uh, that's my upset pick. Thunder and six. I've been bold enough. I think. Give me the, uh, give me the Rockets and seven. All right. okay. I think they. Okay. I think Chris Paul pushes totally- them to the brink. Pushes them to the brink. But at the end of the day, Houston's just too talented. You, yeah, but they always see the. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, but they usually wait for like a week later before <laughs> they do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no, the storyline would be so poetic. Chris Paul gets a game-winning shot in Game Six to send the Rockets home. Oh, the irony. Now we can talk about the. We can finally talk about the Eastern Conference. Um, I mean, we're not talking about one. I'm not. I'm not talking about one series. I'm not. Why one series? I don't. Why? I am not. I am not talking about the Bucks in the Orlando. That's Madden. exactly what we're going to start with. <laughs> oh, look, yeah, sweet. Look, 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 look. We know. Hmm, we know that the MVP of the league for what the second year in a row is probably going to be on the team. Except, I don't think that. I think LeBron's going to be the MVP of the league this year. Giannis. But. It's just the fact that I feel like Orlando is extremely overmatched in this series. Not yeah. even close. Can we just get the brooms out? Hey, Chris, you got to... Yeah, the odds <laughs> here are not, are not great, man. I mean, How are the odds? Yesterday, they were... Yesterday, they were somewhere around, I think, the Bucks at, like, like neg 2,000 to win the series, and now it's at neg 7,000. So you'd have to bet $7,000 just to win 100 bucks if you take the Bucks. Yeah, series. no. Yeah. <laughs> No chance in hell. Sweep. Yeah, actually, I gotta agree with that. Sweep. That is not even. Can you? Can, can Giannis not even play? Because I don't want to risk him getting injured. Yeah. Can he just not play this series? Uh, he's he's gonna play. You know he's gonna play. It might be the same kind of thing that they've been doing the whole time, and just maybe like not putting him on like the biggest amount of minutes just because they don't have to. But please tell me. 
Please tell me there's one entertaining uh, Eastern Conference round one matchup. We're going to save that for a second. Um, okay. let's, let's talk about the... Um, Surprising. The, the Job Squad Nets and the Toronto Raptors series. Not, not this year. Look, Definitely not this year. I feel really bad for what's going on with the Brooklyn Nets. You still don't what's have Kate. On? You still don't have Katie. You still don't have Kyrie. And you have a ton of people you, you thought were going to be there, but ended up catching Corona and actually opting out. Ah, this is another sweep. I mean, it's, it's, I'll give them one game because they actually have been playing ball. And holy hell, I have... forgot Jamal Crawford was there. Mm. You're generous in giving them one. I'm giving, I mean, Chris, what are the odds in this series, dude? Like for sort of the uh, Raptors and uh, Nets, yeah, yeah and there was a similar similar stuff took place like the Bucks Magic, but the the Raptors are are meant to be monster favorites. They're at neg twenty three hundred right now, so it's not. <laughs> oh my God. They, so they're, they're giving Sweet. this the the one eight two seven matchups in the East. Absolutely no respect as to worth watching. Sweep, sweep, yeah. sweep. Yeah, I, I, Chris, you, you agree? Oh, sweet. Yeah, bring out the brooms in the top two series and and leave it at that. I'll give Brooklyn one game. That's it. Because I don't know. Hella generous. But this next series, okay, I have something to say. Sixers and Celtics. Celtics are going to win this in five games. Straight up. <laughs> oh. Well, then you might want to go ahead and put some money on it, dude. Because it's actually not too bad. Let, let me explain what what's going on. They have Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. Ben Simmons is not there. Ben Simmons just had knee surgery. Ben Simmons would have been a huge X factor in this series. Now you get to focus on Joel. Oh. And that oh, the, there's nothing. The, there, there's nothing they can do now. The guards from the Celtics are going to go crazy in this series. They don't have Jalen Brown, Kimball Walker, uh, Jason Tatum. This is where you miss Ben Simmons and his defensive uh, capabilities. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid. If it's just Joel Embiid show, yes, the offense is going to focus on Joel Embiid, but defensively. You ain't stopping the. They're not stopping the Celtics. Who are we? Who am I kidding? Um, look, kind of want to agree with you. It's it's five games from the. It's five games. No contest, huh? Chris, what are the odds for the Raptors? No, 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 no. For no, the Celtics, Celtics, Celtics and uh, Six, sorry. yeah, the Celtics are right now are at, at sitting at neg four fifty, which I know is still like pretty heavily favored for the Celtics, right? That makes them like a theoretical 80% chance of winning, mm-hmm. but that's still really not that bad. Like, but I mean, the Celtics Sixers are at plus 300. So, I mean, they're giving them no respect at all. I mean, the no Sixers ben are Simmons. hurt. No so. Ben Simmons injuries are happening. Joel Embiid is, isn't he fighting through an injury? So no chance. Uh, I'm going to say Celtics in five. Now the series that is wait, probably Chris, the most exciting Chris? one in the East. Wait, wait, Chris, oh. what you got? Sixers, oh, dude, I got Celtics. Celtics. So I, I like Celtics in five. I, it, hell, I would even be bold enough to say the Celtics sweep. Ooh, Jeez. I like it. But. Jeez, no, no good series coming out from the East. Is there one? No, there's one. <laughs> oh, there's one. 
Because there, these two teams do not like each other. It's the Pacers Ooh. and the Heat. Ooh. Because we all know about good old Texas Longhorn alum, DJ Warren and Jimmy Butler's beef. Welcome horns. Look, these two don't like each other. TJ Warren's finally coming out of his damn shell. Took him long enough. And mm-hmm. it is literally the most explosive series in, in this playoffs. Like right now. Will there will there be a scuffle? Will there be a brouhaha? Oh, will there be a pause? There's no doubt there's gonna be a scuffle. Please will there be give a little... me give me a Shaq versus Charles fight on the court. Come on. <laughs> like, oh man. The well, fact that well, Jimmy Butler, oh god, yeah, and the fact that like <laughs> Miami is playing with these young guys, like no Victor Oladipo too. No, Vic's playing, isn't he? Yes, I mean Vic just hasn't been producing like he should. Yeah, as expected. That's why TJ's been stepping up. That's why you got a bunch of young players from Indiana stepping up. That's why you have the Holiday Brothers seriously stepping up. I mean. I think who is it? Uh, My, it's Miles. I don't think Miles Turner's playing, but it is going to be a wild series. Oh, absolutely! I can't wait. I can't wait to see Jimmy Butler and God and TJ Warren just go at it like every day. Just oh God, I'm the cool man. I mean, I, I still lie more with Jimmy, like so much more. Like I don't know. I think TJ Warren is just he's he's let that one game where he dropped 50 completely go to his head. Like, I, I was watching a Pacers game the other day. He was trying to play ISO ball, like hitting these like hard, quick dribbles. I'm like, who do you think you are right now? Like, is that what you are, TJ? TJ, stop it, stop it. Go calling, back off, to... calling off cuts, calling off cuts, and like plays and everything like trying to take over the game like dude no stop like knowing damn well that's not what nick mcmillan uh likes to coach he does not like to coach like that tj warden's averaging 31 points per game and shooting 57 percent from the field inside this bubble wow what (laughs) but he's struggled against in the three games against the heat he's averaging just 10.3 points and 35 percent shooting yeah, because you put Jimmy Butler in front of him, and he's just looking <laughs> he looks normal. Five for fourteen outing on the tenth of August. Wow. Um, yeah. Jimmy Butler, just hey, TJ Warren, know your place, basically. But this is going. This could go seven. But I'm going to be honest. I will say Heat win in six. I'll say Heat in seven. Ooh, please. Oh my God. Yeah, give please. me. Give me the heat and seven. They're running all the way up. And give me those uh the give me those beautiful blue, pink, and black. Miami oh, yeah, they gotta uniforms. rock the Miami Vice. They gotta rock the Miami oh, Vice. You gotta, you gotta rock that jersey, bro. It's oh some of the jerseys that they've oh, been pulling out in this bubble too. That there was that matchup between the uh the Grizz and the Raptors with the throwback uniforms on. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Calm down. I need you to breathe. Sorry, I, I, I like <laughs> uniforms. I just bought I a know. I just bought a Lamelo Ball Australian League basketball uniform. Okay. Wow. Wow. But you bought a what jersey? I, I, lo- bought, hold on. I, Guys, I, I want. I want the fans to know that I'm a huge jersey connoisseur as well. I collect <laughs> jerseys. Have dozens and dozens and dozens of jerseys in my closet. I. So I'm. I'm always fascinated about that. What, listen, what, 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 what did you, what did you say? I said. I bought two jerseys from the National Basketball League from the uh, from Australia. 
One is wow. an RJ Hampton jersey from the New Zealand Breakers. And two is a LaMelo Ball jersey. Oh my God. Copped it for a hundred American. You're kidding me. Both of them? Off together their, you copped off, for a hundred? Both of them together copped them for a hundred off of their website. Yes. Did it take about a month to get here? Yes, it did. Worth the wait? Yes, it is. Wow. So what? So you're so you're real on him, then? You think you think I, that like family is worth the shit? I think. Okay, look. If we're gonna like talk about it for a second, I think Lonzo was the most overhyped member of the family. Straight, straight up. I think Lamelo because he just you. We've seen his personality through the years. You can clearly tell this kid does not give a fuck about what his family thinks. He has the swagger that he could be a real star in the NBA. And I guess the cool part, too, is that he, he would, a lot of the pressure would have already been kind of taken off. He, he kind of gets to play with house money a bit, you know, because uh-huh. all of that, you know, ignorant stardom that I went along with his brother and his dad whenever Lonzo first entered the league is not going to be there whenever he gets there. So he kind of gets to like, if he fails, who cares? People don't really have, they're not really going to rag him that hard, I think. And I, Not as much as they would of Lonzo, right? He yeah. He gets to just be himself. And I honestly feel like he's going to be drafted top five this year. Ooh. Yeah, that, probably. Yeah. Probably. And, and the reason and the reason I can almost guarantee that is because of coronavirus. Yeah. So, like, there's not – scouting has been limited, right? So you're kind of going off of old news. And right mm-hmm. before the bubble stuff, um, you know, him and, that, him and that kid out of Dayton College – Oh my god! I don't know if y'all yeah, keep up with yeah, college I basketball do, I too do. much. I do. Yeah, that kid is incredible. Yeah, him and him and Lamelo uh, are probably gonna go top top five. I hope, and I hope R.J. Hampton's there too. R.J. Hampton was also another one of those kids who uh, decided to go uh, to New Zealand and play basketball. Yeah, uh, you know where he's from, right? R.J. Hampton? No, yeah, I don't. He's from Little Elm. Texas? Texas, bro. Oh, wow. Shout out. Yeah. So, recognize. Now, let's, um, oh, wow. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, I know Maybe we've been talking for we, a while, man. We've got, we've got, ba- we got basketball out the way. All right. I'm, bi- so, I'm, I'm going to start ranting. <laughs> uh, let's do it. As you, people, people of our fans, Tony Lopez is a huge college football fan. I'm, I'm and he, not. I'm, and here's the thing: I'm not the biggest college football fan in this group right here. I just, we'll feel, I just feel some type of way about the way everything is going down right now. Tony, the floor is yours. Okay. I actually had to move my mic back a little bit because this is okay. SEC, Big Twelve, ACC. Why are you still playing football? No offense to like the schools that are actually opening up and everything like that, but we still don't have a clue how to control the virus. So you're still going to go out on the football field and put these kids at risk who aren't getting paid to play. NFL players have every reason to get out in the field right now and play football. They're getting paid millions of dollars to be on the field. 
these kids. So you're, so you're saying that you're so you're a huge college football fan who is what more I'm than okay saying. With college football not happening. Oh, I'm more than okay of college football not being canceled for the year, but being postponed. As in, move it to the spring. And then do what? Like what baseball does and just do shortened season? I don't even think you have to do a shortened season. I think you can still do a full season. Started in February. And you can go you can go like a few rounds. I mean, shoot. Like we can have imagine if we had college football during NBA season. That'd be incredible. Right, could you imagine going from but uh could you imagine going from Lakers Clippers on like a Friday night to like to Alabama USC or like, something like that? Oh my god. Okay, but my my real my real thought of thinking this is not just the virus and everything like that. It's you have only three conferences that are going to be playing football this year and you're still going to say there's only one sport. The NCAA said this week no other sports are going to be having fall championships this year except for college football. What's what's the money. point? You're going to have these three conferences. Money. The but you three. don't Oh yeah, I guess power 3. But you have everybody else who are sitting at home. I didn't think that anybody from these three conferences were going to win this, the college football championship this year. <laughs> Ohio State was my pick originally. That would have been a good pick too. I would, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, I keep up with college football yeah, pretty strong. This is my, Ohio State was my, destined to tear it up. I would much rather see college football at its full strength and since well, what do you think about the, those players that like like the ones at ohio state the ones at clemson the ones who are the ones who want to play like have you seen that hashtag let us play in? yeah let, let us play yeah like, what do you think about that then like hell justin fields like is begging to play some football he's trying to win a heisman yeah he's and i un- i understand but what i feel like Safety it's, first. Safety first, and you only get you only get one life. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say YOLO because that's so 2011. But um, in in reality, it's more of just like if you get everybody and you get a better understanding of what's going on. Even like the doctors from the NCAA said, it's not even safe to get out there on the field and play football. But Mark Emmerich the president of the NCAA is the lousiest piece of shit because he's letting these conferences decide for themselves instead of having one final word on what everything that's going on right, right now. He's taking the state's rights approach. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, this is not how you do this. Like, the way college basketball shut down, why everybody shut down, that's how they should have I mean, did this. I have I have to admit, man, I mean, it's it feels like the right... I mean, it's. I, I think any reasonable, well, like, well-minded person would say that it would be a good idea for them to not play college football this fall, right? It's hard to make. It's hard to make a, a reasonable, wholesome argument for why it should happen without a hiccup, but it would also just be lying to. to everyone would be lying if they said they would like love it to happen anyway and that they wouldn't still watch it regardless like i don't think people feel enough feel as strongly about the safety of these kids at the end of the day like i hate to play devil's advocate about that but like 
I mean, we just like not enough of us care enough. Like, I mean, we don't we don't we don't turn off the TV whenever uh, whenever somebody like completely like like completely bitch slap some girl like at a bar, right? Yeah, we we true. start them on our fantasy team the following day. You know what I mean? Oh, damn, like it's that's just like if we cared like. It's the PC thing to say, yeah. you know, let, make them stay home or delay it off. But man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and be bold here and and proudly go ahead and say I think they should play football. And they should yeah. go ahead and let them play. I think they should they should let whatever if it but 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 if a kid opts out, he gets an extra year of eligibility and he gets thank you. For yes, absolutely. That's it. Thank That's you. it. That's it. I'm though. gonna I'm gonna have to agree with Chris on this one. If you want to play, play. Go right ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't stop Because, dude, that's taking you're taking bread off the table yeah. for guys like Justin Fields, man. Like, I don't, I don't play with that. I know. I know. I, 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 I like. I know. I sound like you know the the majority. Yes, I do. Like, I actually, but I understand where you. I go. I know where you guys are coming from. Like, we're we're in Texas. We, yeah, we, if you, if you, we, we need, for football. Let's no, we, no, think, we let's think say, we need it. Let's say, let's let's it. say we let's say it right. We think in Texas that football is not a sport; it is a religion. No, it's genuinely a lifestyle. I mean, how many times have like you and I, Tony, like met up hours before kickoff? Yeah, like, ritual. I mean, you know, like, we're pro- drinks, here's the thing: like, we're probably going to do it again this season too. Let's and be we're real. probably going to do it again. And yeah, we're, and, sure. and we're inviting Jeffrey. Um. Okay. For a Sunday again. Uh, uh, Jeffy wear a mask only. Jeffrey's like, I, I'm only coming if there's a mask. I mean, it's got to stay safe, man. Yeah, I know. Because, but yeah, if you want to play, go ahead, play. No one stop. I mean, but I understand you got to cancel the season. My if whole thing, also, game. if you if you're wanting to play, and the schools are doing everything that they should be doing, give these kids a little bit more incentive than just playing yeah. on the field this year. Well, yeah, about, you got to pay. How about, how about pay. this, guys? How about this? Here, here, this is out there. Okay, this is way out there. But what if we went? What if they went fantasy football style for all the teams on, on, t- on in conferences that have went ahead and said we're not playing ball? So like, let let Justin Fields enter the transfer portal. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just hell, Justin Fields, come to TCU, bro. Let's win it. <laughs> Let's come on, man. Justin Fields. Just guess what? TCU needs a quarterback. Yeah, guys. If I, I, I'm, I'm a TCU alumni. I mean, they suck it playing ball for the most part i mean hey hey at least you have it would be great it would be great well also there's a lot of scandals around your team right now too and (laughs) (laughs) yeah i brought it up (laughs) yeah i'm I'm good on just pleading the fifth on that one gary i've met gary before he's a he's a good guy i swear he's he's a good guy he he does a lot for these kids i'm telling you but also like the quarterbacks that have just like left the program the last few months. There's yeah, like, man, we can't we can't find a QB to save our life. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I don't want to go too far off topic, but yeah, they they can't. I mean, hell, you know how badly I've been wanting to leave the stands and jump in there and go under center, guys. Oh, I'm pretty sure I got a better arm than these kids. But uh, I'm also <laughs> hearing that the schools are going to be having at least TCU in Texas, from what I understand, 25 percent capacity. You're wow. out of your mind. I would. You're out. You're out of your mind if you think I'm showing up to one of those state those events. 
I mean, you're at, you're out of your I mind. I might be down. Uh, I might be you're down. Out of your, uh, uh, we can get a few guys together. We can probably go to a game. I might be down. Nope. I, mean, I might be down, dude. I mean, like, if if it's if they do it like restaurants. I mean, I don't know if you've been to a restaurants at all, Jeffrey. You're opposed to that idea either. But oh, he has. He, was, we went to IHOP recently, and they they. I did it once, and I'm just like, maybe. I was hesitant about it, but then hey, it was a small crowd. It wasn't completely full, but a stadium. Uh, uh-uh, you out of your mind. I think it could work. You're out of your mind. Um, that's now is uh, is there anything NFL related that we want to talk about, Jeffrey? I love how you brought up. I love how you brought up fan twenty five percent capacity of fans because a certain owner wants to have his fans <laughs> wants to have fans at every home game. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Go ahead, speak speak your mind, Jeff. Oh yeah, lay, lay it on me, Jeffrey. I'm ignorant here. What are you talking about, pal? So your owner, Jerry. So the Cowboys oh. owner, Jerry Jones. He's like, uh, I, you know, we're gonna do the best we can to do safety protocols, and uh, you know, we're gonna get we plan on having every home game for the Dallas Cowboys with fans. We're going to follow every safety precaution. We're going to be as safe as possible, but we're going to open our stadium to the fans. Meanwhile, uh, the Eagles and the Washington football team have said no fans in any stadium. Oh, Literally every, I, I uh, want to say New Jersey well said the same home, thing. Man. New Jersey. Well stay home. Cowboys don't have a home field advantage. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, what's the point? Nothing's going to be different. Nothing's going to be different. Uh, my, okay, uh, okay. My, my issue is, okay, yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> Are you know they're America's team? There really is no home field advantage. Da, 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 da. Now hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, look, don't 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 take this. What? I'm, I'm listening. Hold on. I'm listening. I don't agree with the way Jerry phrased everything. I don't. <laughs> like he wants fans in that stadium, but what if people just aren't ready? And whatever happens, and you have, it, you have an outbreak. Is, and the issue is, he will have to open the dome every single game. He will? Yeah, because uh, safety protocols in Texas say that the dome has to be open. It has to be an outdoor stadium. Mm. Oh, okay. Huh. I mean, I don't know, man. It's that They're going to play that by ear. Like, with the fans being there... Hell, with the players being there, you know. Like, I mean, if anything, if the, if, the, if it if it were possible, a bubble would be the only like legit way. But, the only like, safe the only way problem to do. is there's so many players and there's too many just, players like, every Sunday. Every Sunday, I mean, like, because in the bubble, in the NBA bubble, they literally have like only a handful of courts and they can just pump out games. You know, you know, we can we can put out we can quick. use three stadiums in Los Angeles. We can use the Coliseum. We can use whatever that's and then just stadium. play on Saturday and Sunday. Hell yeah, like, yeah, we, we have, can. We have the, you you won't have any college football. So uh, on the West Coast, that's actually true. There's not going to be any college football. You got. I mean, go for it. Do a bubble in California. Why not? And there are a few stadium choices out there too. No, you can't say weather won't be a fact. You can't say weather will never be a factor. Oh, they could play it. Uh, what is it? Um, the Rose Bowl USC, Stadium. Rose Bowl Stadium. Uh, the the new stadium that the Rams built, and then don't they still have um the Coliseum? Well, Coliseum. There you go. Make a bubble in the NFL. You can do it. Yeah, but also, um, a lot of teams, a lot of the owners are not willing to do that, and they just 
and they still want to be able to make money at their stadiums. And like the only the only owner I can probably see being open to doing that is probably the Jaguars owner because they're they're the more open mind owners I've ever seen. But yeah, now all these all all these owners and all these owners are basically old school and old fashioned, and it might bite them in the butt. Yeah, exactly. Is there anything you want to talk about NFL wise that I missed? But I mean, really not not too much going on right now. I mean, like training the camp. Big, the big question, the big question is like, I mean, uh, other than whether or not the season's going to happen, how it's how they're going to go about it. I mean, as of right now, we're kind of just hanging back, and there's there's contract talk, right? Because I mean, those tight ends got paid. Oh, I mean, George, you mean George, you mean George Kittle with that seventy five million dollar contract? That was right, right. Uh-huh. I mean, tight can't ends, man. The tight ends. That's the new uh, new key weapon. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just like really wondering where in the fuck is Kansas City getting all this money from? Like, oh man, they're stuck now. So yeah, like how how okay you pay Patrick Mahomes that, then you pay your defensive lineman that, and then you pay Travis Kelsey that. Where's it coming from? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know enough. Obviously, I don't. I don't know enough about. You don't know about recap yeah. of the Chiefs, but I do know that guy. I read an entire piece about Sammy Watkins. You know, being one of those guys who took a major pay cut in like and mm-hmm. in, in the pursuit of signing bigger stars like Travis and Patrick. You know, like that's that's one thing I think might have contributed to that. But yeah. other than that, I mean I'm, I mean other than people wanting to maybe play on a Super Bowl team, I mean the, the the Chiefs whatever they did, they did it years ago because they have like eighty five percent returning starters. Yeah. That's crazy. I think it feel I think it's more of just the fact that one, uh, I think Patrick Mahomes' contract is the most friendly contract I've ever seen in my life. Because um, it's 12, technically, it says 10-year contract, but the actual, that contract doesn't go into effect for, what, another two years? Yes. So it's essentially a 12-year contract. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's a, and, and you know he's going to, re, they're going to restructure. Oh, yeah. It, and, it leaves him room to restructure. And, like, the only bit of that money that he's used so far is um to buy the Royals to yeah buy a portion of the Royals. Jeez, most baller move you could ever do. Yeah, I'm like marketing genius, right? Like you win a Super Bowl, so you're already a city legend. So what what better thing to do when you get a contract from that team? They go ahead and just slap a little bit on a wholesome investment like a sports team. So Actually, like, from what I understand, he's also make money. from what I'm understanding, he's also opening up Whataburgers in Kansas City. Wow! <laughs> get, give me a Pat Mahomes jersey, right? Now. Yes, sir. Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine if the, if the NFL did like the NBA with like a little small little logo, but it was like fucking Whataburger, like right there on some patch? <laughs> that would be so nutty. Yeah, just like think about like if the NBA actually, I'm not the NBA, Jesus Christ, the NFL allowed advertising on the jerseys like that small as the NBA's are. Oh, they could be making so much money on certain things. Like, I wouldn't know what certain things are if it wasn't for the NBA. Like, I had no clue what Wish.com was before the Lakers threw it on their jersey at all. No, I mean, like, dude, and, some, and they're pretty bold about They're pretty, like, like, liberal about what they put on the jersey. Like, mm-hmm. the Clippers sponsor is Bumble. Yeah, it's app. a dating app, bro. <laughs> dude. 
like what the hell that's pretty that's pretty down it's like you, you <laughs> got pretty, you, it's you got that you got what is it a stub hub <laughs> from the sixers you bio got, freeze on the blazers uh fedex from the grizzlies like that one makes the most sense because their headquarters is yeah and then um what is it uh we got the mavericks have chime uh fr- pretty much a online bank as their sponsor on the jersey <laughs> Yeah, man, that's Jesus. pretty. That's just pretty cool. That I, I would, I would imagine that that deal is pretty well orchestrated by Mark Cuban. He's oh, probably yeah. bullish on online banking. Oh yeah, something like that. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. Anything we want to talk about in baseball or no? Uh, I can give a pretty I much a know. wholesome update, man. I keep up with baseball fairly well. I mean, right now the shortened season has benefited the bad teams like the right now if you look at the standings if i understand correctly the miami marlins are like at the top of their division and they're a garbage ball club so like you have all these teams that are just outperforming the orioles were like the last in the american league last year and dude they're they are going to make the playoffs because they've already won enough games to like put themselves in the mix plus the playoff the playoff bracket is like 20 teams so like almost everyone gets to make it. Oh yeah, it is, it is sixteen teams this year, isn't it? Yeah, it's something crazy like that. They're, so and they're guys, the, our uh, Rangers, they're doing are, the uh, or my Rangers are like doing pretty good, hanging in there. Yeah, they're they're uh, doing the sixteen team formats like the uh, the NBA this year. And I think that's pretty cool. Neat. How? Oh my God. The, okay, okay, okay. That's I'm looking at it right now. The Marlins are the only reason they're in first right now. <laughs> Is because of all those games they had to suspend because of all their players getting coronavirus. But hey, that has something to be said for itself. I mean, they've they're playing nobodies and they're winning ball games. The Cardinals have only played eight games so far. Yeah, yeah. The Cardinals and the Marlins were heavily ridden. Oh, I mean, it looks like mainly the the Cardinals more than everybody else. Oh, where did Chris go? Mm-hmm. I think. Wow. Um, he's still no, alive. He, he's not even there. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, he's a. Well, oh, we are having technical difficulties. He vanished. Oh, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm. just tell him. Oops. <laughs> yeah, that. It happens. Yeah, it happens that. to the best of us. But like, yeah, I'm looking at this and it's, it's wild. Like, okay, so the in the American League. Of course, the Yankees are still on top. Like, okay. yeah. but the best team in the American League right now is actually the Oakland Athletics, who, who normally mm, who really? normally is a bad team. Yes. But if we're looking at it, you have the okay. We go with the eight best teams from the American League. So mm-hmm. let's do it like that real quick. Trying to, I'm trying to reload it so I can. I know. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Um, so it's Oakland, New York, Minnesota, Tampa, Cleveland, Baltimore, Houston, and Chicago, and the Rangers are barely out of it right now. Wow! That's right. I think the Rangers are sitting there at number two in the division. That's yeah. really shocking. So uh, if they're doing it the way I think a top thought- eight in the in the division. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. And then let's look at the National League. 
right now, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Rockies, the Marlins, the Braves, the Cards, uh, the Brewers, and I think the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Mm. Are the top eight seeds. Yeah. As long as the Rangers are better than the Astros. That's all I Yeah, I think everyone wants the Astros to miss the playoffs. We haven't gotten to talk to you about that yet because uh, me and Jeffrey uh, have uh, talked about that extensively. How do you feel about Mm -hmm. the players targeting Houston? It's justified. I, I'm, I'm somebody. I'm, I'm somebody. Chris who would, is not I, here, though. I would consider myself a ball player. I mean, like I, anybody who loves the sport of baseball and like knows what it takes to be I a ball player knows like the code of things. And bro, go at their heads, man. Yeah. They're cheaters. Like, and, and the funny thing is, like, I, I'm an advocate of cheating for the most part. Hell, <laughs> like, like if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But man, and like baseball has cheating in its blood. Yeah. But dude, but when you get caught, that's that's shenanigans, man. You got there. It's okay to get for them to come at them. That's super unpopular to say out loud, I guess. But man, like it's totally okay for to get like, their heads. Any, any felt, traditionalist would think the same. Yeah, like I felt like when Joe Kelly was doing what he did to the Astros. Legend. He he Legend. didn't yeah, I want a Joe Kelly jersey now. Like me too. Hardcore. Yeah. Like here's the thing. Here's the thing. He shouldn't have got suspended for eight. I'm glad he got shortened to five, but he shouldn't have got suspended at all in my opinion because he's just doing what everybody knows that they want him to do. They had to make it an example. You wanted you wanted to save fits that issue? Sit. Hold the players accountable. You could have done all. You could have avoided all this if you did something about the Astros and their yeah, title. That's true, but they're not, they're not gonna look. They're you're not gonna take away the title because that's not what Major League Baseball does. They're not. You're not the NCAA and taking uh, Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy from him. Um, just just example. You're just they're just not gonna do that. They're too like they don't they don't discipline very well. If that says anything. No, yeah, absolutely don't. Um, but yeah, on, on everything, I think that's all the sports talk that we have. Is there anything else y'all want to add? Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, go stars! The stars came back today. They Damn had a right. fantastic showing. Um, it was almost probably the most frustrating game on earth, but the stars were were down pretty much the most of the game today against the Flames in game four. Syria, they were winning, winning the game down two to one. Uh, they, and they were down a goal the entire third period, had every opportunity to tie the game, mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Had a goal that got called back with two minutes left. And then they could cash in with 12 seconds left, take it to overtime and get a game winning goal. Hat trick by Joe Pavelski. The Stars tie the series at two games apiece. And I, I still have the Flames winning in seven games, but I would love the Stars and Mavericks to just grind it out this week. It would be a really good day or a really good time for us here in North Texas in the mm-hmm. middle of all the crazy shit that's been going on here. We need something to, good, to right? Cash in, to cash in on two series, right? Oh, yeah. For Mavs to win the series and the Stars to win the series. Dude, the, the DFW would be jumping. I, I, and they, they should be. And so I, I hope you guys root for the Stars at least going into game five and forward. I think I think these boys could... You know, ho- hockey is such a jump ball that they can make a splash. I, mean, you know, the, the lap, I told you earlier... Still- 
two two right up. now. Uh, Dallas came back um, today. They came back from a three two deficit and ended up winning four three in OT. Uh, too close for my taste. Oh yeah, no Jeffrey, very close. The Stars Dude. tied the game with twelve seconds left. Legit, twelve seconds. Too, too close. And Dude. and and two games ago, two games ago, they they were down four to two in the third period, tied the game. And they cashed in and won the game with 45 seconds left. That's too oh god, too close for my taste. Yeah, and when they look bad, they look terrible. Because last game they got shut out completely, two nothing. So like these guys, you never know who they're who you're gonna get. And that being said, I'm just watching with like my eyes closed. Oh, every time I'm watching these games, they're so frustrating to watch. Stars put like 50 shots on goal today. Literally 50 shots on goal today. And how good, well. how good is the Stars goalie? Nah. Ice cold. Ben Bishop's really good, but they've been playing since they play so many games. Like they're like Dallas played three playoff games in four days. Literally, wow. they're pumping games out from morning to night, pumping them out. And the Stars have one of the best goalies in the league. Um, you know, what used to be one of the more dynamic scorers and pussy destroyers in Tyler Sagan. Um, but since then, I mean, they're just a jump ball, dude. The Stars love to disappoint. That's why no one notices them here in Dallas. That sucks. But that's why I'm saying it'd be really lit if they could win a series and make a splash. But they have a similar showing to, like, the Dallas Cowboys in the sense they just can't, can't get past the second round. Amen. So that's all. That, and that's the only time here. And when you're in a city that doesn't really give a, give a shit about you, you have to make a splash like a conference final appearance for people to like start That'll making turn, it. It'll turn, it'll turn a lot of heads because it'll make people hockey people. Oh, when oh, I mean, when your team, when your local team wins, it makes a fan. You get a lot of fans turning into that uh, fan team. Yeah. So that being said, I hope you guys can help jump on the bandwagon and cheer these guys to a series dub. Because I mean, technically. I mean, I think the stars have a better chance of seeing of seeing uh, the finals in the Mavs. So I mean, yeah, I, but yeah, there we, yeah, I rest, we rest our case there, or you rest your case, case closed. Yeah, so that's my update, guys. That 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 stars update. I don't have any more sports, but I, I don't have anything been, else. I got nothing talking with y'all today, though. I, I I will say that I really do appreciate you guys having me on. We're gonna we're gonna have Chris sign off here. Um, we're and me and Jeff are gonna continue after the break with wrestling. And this is Let's Just Talk About, and we'll be right back after this short commercial break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I don't know why I always do a voice coming back from the commercial break, but I always do this. I don't know why. I don't get it, but it's hey. It's turning into a thing. I have to do it. I mean, it's a catchphrase. I mean, yeah, you can work with it. Um, uh, let, I, I completely forgot about this until now. Um, we got to start off not so much wrestling news, but kind of like real life news that came out today. Um, it's a scary situation that happened uh, to Sonya Deville um, out of her home in uh, Florida. Um, a man was arrested on kidnapping charge on a kidnapping charge in Florida uh, today, uh, Sunday, August 16th. Philip Thomas was arrested and charged with three felonies: attempted armed kidnapping, armed burglary, a uh, burglary, 
and aggressive, huh, aggravated stalking. Aggravated stalking at, at a home in Lutz, Florida, according to police. Thomas is also being charged with a misdemeanor criminal mischief. He is being held without bond. Um, it looks like this happened. At, he entered the home at two forty-three in the morning, and apparently, this dude has been um, planning this whole thing for eight months. Um, so he he has been stalking her the entire time. That's uh, not creepy at all. Yeah. Um, apparently, when he entered the home, the um, the alarm got triggered, and he ran. Uh, he was apparently carrying. You know, he ran, uh, but they tracked him. Apparently, he was carrying a knife, plastic zip ties, duct tape, mace, and other what personal items. Like he what was really about fuck? to try to. He was really about to try to kidnap her. What the fuck? Like this is not even like storyline or anything like this. This isn't. This isn't kayfabe. This is real. What the? This is. Uh, that's no. That's no. Absolutely not. That is. That is a definite no-no. Like, it's just the, it's just a wild part. Like, you know, this dude had been creeping on her for years, apparently on Twitter, and he had been. I don't know how people get so caught up in like people like that, like who are they have a persona on TV, but that's not who they are in real life. If you, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, like, how do you I mean? We, we all have care. Gonna happen. This was not gonna end well. No. I'm like, no. Uh, this is just wrong. But, uh, did they catch the guy? They caught the guy. He's uh, he, like I said. He's in. He got arrested. Um, he's in jail with no bond set. Mm, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's just a, that's a scary. I had to start with that because it's just a scary, scary yeah. situation. Um, now, uh, now we can get back on the regular stuff. Um, yeah, more scenes, more, um, more new, neutral, not crazy. I mean, we did have crazy, but we had Monday Night Raw this week, which was actually really good. So, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Raw, raw this week. I mean, you want to, which part do you want to talk about? The beginning let's, or the end? Let's talk about Randy. Randy, I mean, you know how he's the best heel in the bit. He's making a case for best heel in WWE, maybe in the business right now. Exactly. Best <laughs> heel. He's the best psychological, like, superstar out there i can't believe i just said superstar i hate that word but mm -hmm. like legit he's making you feel like Norm getting, that, he's drawing you into the story yes he is and also the point of a heel is to make sure everyone hates you at all costs yeah and guess what? i i i, I hate him he's, he's getting oh, that He's getting to that point where I'm like, ooh. It's, it's, ooh, such, it's so good. Ooh, it's such a different feeling because usually we all have this issue of he doesn't give a damn. He's not trying. 
He's not doing anything. He's lazy and he's slow. He's lazy. He takes to take his time. He's slow, methodical. But this, this Horton, I'm like, yeah, uh, give me more, <laughs> more, more. Then Drew McIntyre's enticing story of you know rags of riches in WWE yeah. being mm-hmm. once deemed the chosen one and actually failing that expectation, having to leave. Mm-hmm. Leave for WWE for like three, four years, then come back in a whole different and like his. He got he was he got buff. He got swole. Wow. He allowed <laughs> uh, his experience outside of WWE to help him and let him grow, and he's turned into like the best thing that WWE has had in years. Hmm. And I think that's why I've enjoyed Drew McIntyre being the WWE champion recently, because he's yes. he's authentic. Yeah, straight up. Um, like I'm ready for that match at SummerSlam. I really am. I'm so I I said I I never normally I'm not a fan of old more experienced people taking the belts off of the young talent who actually get their first run at it but Orton he's me I'm like oh god I'm like I'm sold sign me up oh yeah he's he's been killing it and it's unfair it's and then unfair. then we get to talk about you know the Dominic Mysterio Seth Rollins stuff we've te- we've experienced taking kendo sticks to the back Seth. but uh, but sadly, have we, yes, we, we have experienced uh, experienced kendo sticks, and they hurt. Oh yeah, they're they're a little bit Jeffrey, of a love tap. Jeffrey, we didn't even swing at each other. Hmm. We. I mean, yeah. If I wanted to swing, I could have, but I didn't because I <laughs> like no. But the way that Dominic Mysterio this week on Raw took those. Kendo I mean, to, to put in contact, he has his hands like hands tangled up in the ropes, basically, and he's taking kendo sticks full force with no no shirt on, straight in his straight in his chest and on his back. Like, and these aren't these aren't like light kendo sticks; they are just full force, yeah, right to the chest, the right to the photos back. Photos just told the whole story and. It, it was not pretty like he legit had like blood coming from the the beating that he was having and everything like that it was it was insane it was it reminded me of tommy dreamer and the sandman at ecw in the 90s uh of the way that he was taking those uh it reminds me of any kind of crazy hardcore death match that involves a kendo stick where there's you no know, there's, there's blood there's a reason why we don't see it very often like that. And to anyone who, I mean, people have their rights to saying Dominic Mysterio, son of Rey Mysterio, in a in a match with Seth Rollins, he doesn't, he's not ready for that type of match. If he's willing to take that type of a beating, I'll let him in. He's earned it. I mean, and yes, yes, is, is his first. Uh, it's his debut match. It's his first televised match of any kind. Yes, uh, he he has been training with his dad. Uh, mm-hmm. I have yeah. a feeling that I have a feeling they might change that to a tag team match. To... In, in the in the weirdest feeling is, fifteen years ago, he was a little kid 
where his dad was facing Eddie Guerrero in a ladder match for where quote unquote the custody, custody of Dominic. Where and, has the time go? Oh, it's such it's so wild to think about. Um, it's, that's just crazy. Fifteen years. Raw, we have. We can talk about it. You can actually kind of transition into the SmackDown. Raw oh, and before, SmackDown. Before, well, before, okay, we, before. Oh yes, Oscar will be. Oscar will be challenging for the Raw Women's Championship. Yep, she will be challenging for she, Sasha Banks's Raw Women's Championship. And yeah, yeah. Guess what? I'm skipping over NXT for a moment because we're leading straight in the SmackDown because. Yeah. Okay. The hurt business is looking great on SmackDown. They yes. There's nothing. I mean, yes, but it's still same old, same old. Yes, MVP it's versus Apollo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still amazing, but still. But let's just talk. Smack, SmackDown, huh? Uh, did you notice? Did you notice that? Triple brand. First of all, first off, okay. Did you notice that there's something missing from the beginning of uh, SmackDown? No. They they did you know how they do the logo TV rating? Yeah. It wasn't TV PG. Oh, did they say TV 14? Yes. Is it, is it the whole is it because of last week when they you they had to censor out so much cursing? No, I well cuz I I watched the segment with uh Retribution mm-hmm. and the amount of swear words that were coming out of their mouth was incredible. I mean, but yeah, SmackDown, first thing I noticed, it was TV 14. We haven't had that on a WWE programming in years. I'm like, please? Is uh, this, please? But it's like, more more often than not, it's not going to happen like that. But it's just uh, the, the occasion of which they're doing everything right now. It just makes sense. Yes. Um, also, the fact that Retribution is so... Yeah, I'm like, funny. oh, these... these Hooded people making causing chaos, destroying everything. Oh, but I got I got the I got <laughs> Seth Rollins, aka the Monday Night Messiah, and Randy Orton being amazing heels. I'm just like, just reveal them at SummerSlam. Just do it. I mean, sure, please. I'm like, give me something to make, give me a reason to actually feel like Retribution's a threat. Because right now, I just find them as a joke. Like, yeah, because okay. from what I'm understanding, like. For every show, they're having um, stand-ins for the actual people they want to reveal. So they're not the same every single week. Huh. Which is in- weird to say because it's like, I thought it was going to be certain people, but now I'm like, I'm kind of clueless. <laughs> um, That's the point. Also, the triple brand battle royal for the SmackDown Women's Championship opportunity she wasn't um she wasn't even officially supposed to be in there but damn it she got in there and, and she won people are upset that Oscar is competing for both titles but storyline wise it makes perfect sense and what she's gonna end up winning both they are winning both some somehow somehow I don't know about both or Bailey I mean Sasha helps Bailey get keep the smackdown and Sasha loses the raw because Bailey didn't want to help and turns into a yeah, yeah you see my there now I see, now I see why you this makes sense okay she's not I would no you know how much I would love Oscar two belts yeah I'd be, look, I'd be all for it 
Asuka, if she did win both belts, it would bite them both in the butt. And say if they lost the SmackDown, I mean, not the SmackDown, the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. You got it. I mean, I've always yeah. said the only one taking the belt off of Bailey is Sasha. But Asuka's a legit threat. I'm like, okay. But they are both on SmackDown, so that would actually be a better benefit of the storylines for SmackDown. Yes. But Sasha versus Bailey. Yes. Um, We're waiting on it, please. Anytime so, now. Now, Braun Strowman. He got bald. Uh, he still has a sh- shite promo. <laughs> I. The only thing that saved that whole my... thing. The only thing that saved that segment was Alexa Bliss, in my opinion. Mamma mia! <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's not even that. It's just the fact that she's. She's so good at. She's so good she's at. Really good on the mic. Yeah, right. Braun does nothing for me on the mic. I don't give a damn about you, not Braun. Look at her. Oh, when you say Braun, it I think no. That's the point. I feel like he's trying to distance her, distance her himself away from her, to keep her safe while he goes after the fiend. Yeah, and it's just a weird situation. So, SummerSlam, that's going to be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, also, what is it? Um, what is it? Is When is Big E going to get a title shot at, like, Intercontinental? I know we're getting AJ and Jeff Hardy at SummerSlam. Give him a few more weeds. Big E, my, Big e will probably take that belt from him. And Big E getting a singles t- title shot? Mm-hmm. Sign me up, please. Also, I feel weird saying that I kind of enjoy seeing an AJ Styles Jeff Hardy match because the first time I saw it was in 2004. TNA. TNA. Yeah, TNA. But of course. Of course, there's that, there's that nostalgia factor. Um, you know, it's just, it's just an can, interesting thing. They can both, they can pull off a good match. NXT. I trust. And now we get to talk about NXT. Can mm. we talk about a pyro ball? The pyro ball from the contract. Uh, nice touch. That is a very, very nice touch. But we're still getting NXT Takeover thirty Third. on Saturday, August August twenty second. Oh, it's, and I'm looking online. It still says Boston, but we all know it's the perform. Actually, it's not the performance center. They're moving to a different location. They're, no, they're all- they're at full sale. While looks like SummerSlam is going to end up being at the Amway Center. Oh, no crowd. No, crowd. it's it's still better than Performance Center, honestly. Yeah, because I hate the Performance Center. That's the only, hey, that's the only thing they had at the time. So yeah, but now that they have a deal with the with the city of Orlando to use the Amway Center, it, please, yes. And from what I understand, also there's a possibility of a uh, virtual fans for the SummerSlam event. That give us something. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't mind feeding my face into that, but you know. Oh, stop it! You did that I, for the Mavs, didn't I you? Did, okay, yes, I did it for the Mavs Bucks game. Okay, I was sitting there on screen while we were doing a podcast. Yes, I was you there. Have you have issues. You weren't I, there. Your face was there. My face was there, and next to Benny the Ball, Benny the fucking Bull. Calm down. I hey, go Chicago. Calm, <laughs> calm down. Um, and also. We can just go ahead and do this because 
yeah, it's coming up very soon. Yes. Um, we need to talk about predictions for us. This is going to be our first predictions as a like on the podcast. Oh, do we need to get a new title? Do we need to get a title? Uh, that that is to be determined, sir. To be determined. Okay. Yeah. Um. Or do you want to put like you want to put like twelve? Only have four matches so far. There's surely there's gonna be more. Remember, we gotta wait for the North American ladder match. Oh no no, no. that's one of them. That's one of them. Um, North American ladder match. Karrion Cross, Keith Lee. Um. Is tag team mate? Oh, tag team hasn't been decided yet. Mm, oh yes. Um. There's only four matches that have been announced so far. It's the NXT Championship match, the NXT Women's Championship match, uh, mm-hmm. ladder match for the vacant uh, North American right. Championship, and Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. <laughs> Which, yes, Pat McAfee, <laughs> former punter for the Indianapolis Colts, host of the Pat McAfee show on YouTube, ESPN personality, is going to be in a wrestling match on Saturday against one of the best wrestlers on the planet, Adam Cole. Long, la- longest reigning NXT champion. Yeah, all that. Whatever you want to say. All of it. It's just the fact that he's going to be in a match with Adam Cole. <laughs> wow, how the mighty have fallen. He goes we're, we're, from... We're talking about... It's not even how the mighty have fallen. It's such a unique experience that... We're getting Pat McAfee in a, a wrestling match. His finisher better be a. Oh, you know it's a punt. <laughs> it better it better be a punt. I he... need to see him. I need to see him just jump up and punt him right in the head. Just mm, uh, not okay, not at the head. That's concussion, but yeah. close to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I need to see a punt. If he does anything other than a punt, that's impressive. Like maybe a power bomb. I'm like, whoa. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'll be I'll be impressed. Um. Also, have, there's possibly a that. NXT cr- cruiserweight championship match on the card. Okay, what did you get? From one of understand, there's possibly a Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I, first off, I like Swerve. You, I've already told you about Swerve for a long time. Uh, yeah, you have. Uh, and Santos, the former El Hijo de Fantasma, leader mm-hmm. of Le- Legion del Fantasma, I want to say that's what it's called. Okay. It's 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 like an interesting thing all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to find to see if I can find like all the like the cards because I'm not really getting a lot. We may only be able to predict four matches. We'll come back to it. We'll come back and uh, maybe off air we'll figure it out or maybe yeah. on air. Oh, maybe we can just like do a quick update later on in the week. Uh, oh, yes. You know. But, uh, Jeff, let me get your predictions for Keith Lee versus Carrying Cross. <sighs> this is, this is going to be documented. Documented. This is Keith Lee's first defense, right? Yes, it is. But it's also carrying cross. Uh, <laughs> oh, yep. shoot. Yep, yep. I, I, 
hate you for putting me on the spot like that. I will take Karrion Cross. I was gonna say Karrion Cross because Keith Lee literally has done everything in NXT. I don't think there's anything left for him. It's he's main roster bound. He's main roster bound. Yeah. Um. Pat McAfee. Adam <laughs> Cole. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm saying Adam Cole, but it's Pat. You really think somehow, they're not gonna have some it? way? They're gonna have this match be a long match. I'm gonna take Pat McAfee. Are you serious? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Well, we'll we'll hear the build up. Like, I like. What does Cole gain from winning this? No, he beat the crap out of somebody he... who punted him in the face. I mean, you beat the crap out of someone who hasn't wrestled. Yeah, but yeah. Th- this is Pat Mac. This is a celebrity. You know how celebrity matches usually go. Mm-hmm. They have the celeb win. I don't think Pat wins in this one. I mean, I think he does. I think he does. Okay. And that might that might change. It might change, but I just have a feeling about Pat McAfee. Um, the NXT Women's Championship match between Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. I'm taking Io on this one. I've already got two heels going. Yeah. I need to bounce out. I think the same thing, but not yet, Dakota. Not yet. Here's the thing. Um, with Raquel on the outside, it could make things very interesting. Indeed, indeed. But you know how NXT don't—they don't tend to have like outside interference determine the outcome of the match. Yes, Raquel's probably going to get involved, but it's not going to cost them the match. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna—it's someone else. But I'm just thinking EO's going to take this. Yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's a first title defense rule. Um, and technically, no, it's not. Oh yeah, she did defend her title. This is her first takeover as champion. Yeah, there it is. Um, mm-hmm. and the NXT North American ladder match. The the three names that are confirmed at the moment are Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Cameron Grimes. The rumored ones, uh, the two other matches to for entry into the NXT. North American ladder match are Johnny Gargano versus Rich Holland and Finn Balor versus the controversial Velveteen Dream. Now, oh, oh man, here's my prediction. What do you got? Velveteen Dream. Excuse me? Yeah. Sadly, yeah. Excuse me. It's okay. Here's my okay. Let's be real because we're predicting this on Wednesday. My prediction in reality is the winner of the Finn Balor Velveteen Dream match. Okay. If you said Finn Balor, I would have probably agreed with you. But in my in my opinion, somehow, some way, Velveteen Dream is going to end up winning that match, being at Takeover. And taking a championship. You really think they put and the belt on him after all that heat he got? Being, he'll be the first two time. Ooh, oh yeah. yeah. That hasn't been a two time. Not North American champion yet. Ooh. I, look, the thing, I'm not, the other, I. The other like, name that I think is going to end up in this match is honestly Johnny Gargano. Yes. 
I Bronson Reed, no, not yet. I'd Maybe. love him. I love Bronson. He's a thick boy. Damian uh-huh. Priest, no, Damian Priest does nothing for me. Cameron Grimes does nothing for me. That's the, that's that redneck shit that WWE loves to make fun of. He, he still does nothing for me. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's gonna. It's. Yeah. I'm gonna. Say, I want to say. I'm kind of agreeing with you. The winner of the Velveteen Finn Balor. But you don't want to say it because of the history of Velveteen yeah. recently, at least. I'm. I would say. Ugh. Gargan. I have. There's no way Gargano loses twice in a qualifying. The funny thing is, also. He would also be a two-time champ if he won. I think Gargano is a safe. Gargano is a safe bet. Too. I'm I'm gonna go with the winner of the Finn Balor Velveteen Dream match. Just for a differential, I'm gonna say Gargano. Okay. If he if he doesn't make if he does not make it into that ladder match, I'll agree with you. Uh, I I'll actually I'll take that. Now if he does. What are two other matches that could possibly pop up on this card? What? Um, Got nothing for the tag titles. Un- Undisputed Era versus uh, Imperium again somehow. Please. Or, I'd be all or for they it. might set up a match this week. Um, I'd, be all, also, I'd be all for it. Um, what if, you know, they could be doing a six-man uh, between the rest of the uh, uh, UE and Imperium, just like adding Valter involved. What is Walter doing? No, uh, he's over in Europe. He's, he's oh, and and America's like everyone, ever, all around the world and, and, is getting for me. Corona. And it's just really fishy that he's added a whole bunch of independent related stuff onto the WWE network, where a lot of that involves Walter. Hmm. I watched fishy. I watched the uh, WXW event last night, mm-hmm. which that tournament they actually had that it's a German company by the way WXW mm-hmm. um, they had that tournament in Toronto uh, last year and what that is is a shoot fight <laughs> tournament just a straight up fight basically grapples it's the grapples mm-hmm. and yeah Val- Walter was in that tournament I keep wanting to say Walter but you know I'm going to be American for a second Walter <laughs> Um, and then they also added a progress event that had Walter on there. Mm. And they had what is it? Do I, do I get to hear? Uh, do, I, do I get to hear? Has Walter on there? Do I get to hear his chops? Yeah, of course you do. Oh, that's chops. Watch the oh. progress event because it's um, what is it? It's him and Ilya Dragunov. Mm. And you Walter know, has- the best thing is, you know that name too. Oh heck yeah! Oh, actually, right. you know what? There's a possibility that it could be a one mustache mountain in the tag team match. By the way, if they can get him to the states, they're working on it. Apparently, they're going to be full time NXT. Oh, neat. Um, and then but, of course a cruiserweight championship, but we won't know until later on in the week. Yeah, but what we got right now is what we got right now. Exactly. Is there, any, is there anything you would like to speak about with AEW? Uh, AEW this week, um, it was a good show. Um, I think the most intriguing thing for me was there's even more seeds that have been uh, set for a four horsemen style uh, team group in AEW because of the uh, tag team appreciation night. 
Mm. Which uh, it had um, the Brain Busters, Arn and uh, Tully out in the ring, and the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, you know those guys. Mm-hmm. And they had them out in the ring with FTR and the Young Bucks. And they, you know they were giving praise to both teams. And Tully takes the mic. It's like he pretty much was saying, "You two can't call yourselves the best team in the world." Until you have some straps around your waist, <laughs> and then Sean Spears, Sean Spears starts to creep out because you know Sean Spears is Tully's guy, mm-hmm. and he starts to creep out. Arn Anderson's like, "I'm dipping out. I don't want to be involved in any of this." <laughs> and everybody walks out the ring except for the Rock and Roll Express and FTR, and FTR jumps the Rock and Roll Express doing that because they're using right now as their finishing move a uh, second rope um, spike pile driver ah. they're safe about it you know those guys are safe um, well, careful but yeah um, so they're just sowing the seeds of you know mm. needs uh, another team um what is it? They got the women's tournament going on right now. The women's tag team tournament that that is. Um, they're supposed right. to be having the the finals on Saturday on Dynamite because right now AEW is having to adjust a few of their shows because of the NBA finals. Well, duh. Which I'm not mad at. It makes it gives me like a little bit of an old school feel of you know watching wrestling in the 90s on TNT because my mom used to throw um, TNT on for uh, Nitro on <clears throat> yeah I was one of those kids who said well my mom would watch wrestling um, neat and there would be times where it was a Saturday night and I'm sitting there watching uh, Nitro because of the NBA playoffs mm-hmm. so I kind of like the fact that you know they know they're going to be off so what is it um, what they're doing is they're putting the show on Saturday and on Wednesday on their YouTube channel they're going to be putting the uh, all out card from last year like the first mm-hmm. half of that on their YouTube channel for free mm-hmm. which that's a good card um, really? Yeah, and really, AEW hadn't had that much craziness this week. Uh, besides, they're they're building more into uh, MJF and John Moxley. Hmm. Which, yeah, duh, great, great, great setup because they keep having MJF in the middle of the ring cutting promos on Moxley, and Moxley's just getting tired of it. Hmm. Which to be expected. Yes. Um, now, Jeff, there's actually enough matches to where we can predict the SummerSlam card. You, I, yeah, I'm okay. You want to do that? Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to start with the okay. first one. Um, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, hair versus hair. Mandy. Uh, I'm going to say Mandy as well because you know the haircut thing that happened recently. Uh, yeah. 
and she's got she's gotten the, she's gotten over the face way too many times. It's and, time for the face to get some revenge. And honestly, I don't think uh, Sonya in real life really gives a damn about her hair. Um, she really, I don't think so. Yeah. So I think Mandy, I'm like, no, no there's no, no way. You, no way. There's no way. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and put these like back to back. Go for it. Bailey versus Oscar. Sasha versus Oscar. Oscar Bailey. I agree. Oscar uh, Bailey. I'm like, she's not winning both. Uh, I would be shocked. I would be very happy if she did. But like I said, the only one taking the belt off of Bailey is Sasha. Apollo Cruz and MVP. Oh, this is more of a I want more than what I should happen. I want MVP with that belt. But who do you think? Apollo. I'm gonna. Nah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna take MVP. I'm going with my heart. Well. I gotta. I'm I gotta, gotta, I gotta go with my heart on that one. Yeah, I, gotta go I want MVP. Uh, cause like next match we're gonna. T- I'm gonna say, I'm definitely taking Dominic Mysterio. Oh, after that whip, after that came. Yeah, there's no doubt. It, yeah. It, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, no way. Uh, there's no way that they're not like, like. Dominic, show us what you've learned from your father. Um, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Do I really? Do we really care about well, this? Well, here's the thing. It's um, what is it? Um, uh, the story is you know Montez got poisoned because uh, Selena and Bianca might be a distractor. Hmm. So my thinking is Angel and Andrade are going to end up winning the tag team titles. I've never been. I don't think of them as a tag team. You don't team. think, I think nobody? Think nobody thinks of them as a tag team. But it's. I feel like that's going to happen, mm. especially with the way Zelina has been like carrying out the team. Hmm. I'm going to save Street Profits, okay. honestly. That's our one differentiator. <laughs> I'm going to say Street Profits. I'm just not sold. Now, Braun Strowman versus Bray. Fiend! Fiend! I'm going to, yeah, Bray Wyatt. Fiend! He's going to end up winning. Fiend must, he must win. I think there's that no, a, I want to say there's no disqualification in this match. No, it's just a regular match as far as we From know. From what I understand, there's going to be no disqualification. As far as I'm concerned, I don't care. Fiend must win. Um, and last but not least, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Orton, Orton give him the belt. Um, give, give him the belt. Yeah, um, if it's not here. If it's not here, I mean, we get another pay-per-view a week after SummerSlam. That's, that's payback. why I'm going to say McIntyre. I, uh, I, I might change. I might change on that one. But no, Randy. I might, but right now, Randy, he he's destined for that belt. But Jeff, is there anything else you want to add? Anything crazy happening? You know, I got no, I got nothing right now. Uh, I got. Well, you know, why, why, why? Does WWE do this to us? Like they give us such like good build up to a pay per view, but most of the time when it's one build, good build up to a big four pay per view. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to every other show, build up is trash. Yeah. 
<sighs> they they know where they get the big money. I mean, it, okay, Tony, let's just add, praying for a miracle. The whole pandemic, we get it in check and it blows over. Mm. That team miraculously comes out. Survivor Series is open up to the fans. Are you going? Yes. It's on my birthday. Right. It's on my birthday. It's on your birthday, and, and it was supposed to be here in Dallas. Yep. All right. It still is in Dallas. Yeah. It is. Yeah, but t- Tony, I w- that's wishful thinking, but maybe. But that's all I got. Well, for let's just talk about I'm Tony Lopez. And I'm Jeffrey Burtis. Signing out.